What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, this is Dirk Nowitzki, and you listen to the Maps Step Back Podcast. Yeah, it's the Mavericks, all about action. Don't do no acting, no Samuel Jackson. Dirk get the ball, you know that it's magic. Post move deadly, yeah, get tragic. Look with the ball, yeah, get nasty. He'll drop 30, don't gotta ask him. Got Chris Stapps, coach at the Adam. I spaz like Dallas, said that I'm rapping, God. If Lucas shoot the ball, you know that it's cash. But my boy still living the past. Now he got my boy Chris Stapps, looking like Dirk and Nash in the gap. They just wanna ring, wanna fill the gap on your team head. I ain't talking hats, dang, go relax. Still at a champ, defense still coming with the calibers flow. The man's the best on the flow. I'm wild, but yeah, I'm the GOAT. This gang get cold. How's it going, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Step Back, a Mavs podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. I'm normally joined by my co-host and DallasBasketball.com colleague, Matt Galatson, but we're doing things a little bit different this week. Uh, This is just going to be a mini pod. Uh, We've got a very special guest for you guys coming on next week, and uh, Matt and I, we both have a lot of things going on, so... This is just going to be a, a small, brief podcast uh, discussing the schedule, and I'm going to give my month-by-month breakdown and predictions uh, for the math schedule for this upcoming season, and then in the second half, give everybody all the details about the Step Backs uh, season opening tickets giveaway for the Mavs and the Wizards. So uh, that's what we're looking at tonight. We'll jump right into it. With the schedule release, it was released on Monday. Uh, Obviously, most of you by now know that the Mavs will be playing the Wizards on opening night, which is on October 23rd. Uh, They then travel to New Orleans uh, on October 25th for Zion Williamson's home debut in New Orleans. I'm super excited about that. I'll be there in person. I'll be uh, on credential for DallasBasketball.com. And before I actually get into the the month-by-month breakdown and predictions a couple little tidbits from the Mavs schedule release uh they're they're going to be playing 13 back-to-backs this season uh that number has dropped the past couple of years two years ago it was 15 last year it was 14 this year it's 13 so that's good anytime there's a back-to-back knocked off the schedule doesn't seem like much you know just going from 14 to 13 but I mean, I think that's great, and hopefully the league can continue to cut back on those over the next few years. Uh, You know, maybe it can help with players, preventing player injuries and stuff of that nature. But uh, So yeah, they play 13 back-to-backs. They travel back to Madison Square Garden on November 14th. That'll be Kristaps Porzingis, uh, his, his first game back in New York since being traded. And obviously he hasn't played in what will be 20 months by the time the season starts. So that'll be great. Uh, The energy in Madison Square Garden is always electric. You know, opposing players tend to have special moments at Madison Square Garden. And just the fact that Kristaps Porzingis was their franchise player. Uh, You know, the last time he played for them, he was an all-star. And after everything that's gone down and... Uh, you know, the, the trade went down for Dennis Smith Jr. and other pieces, and 
Uh, it seems like the New York fan base, for the most part, uh, has really given uh, Porzingis a hard time since that trade on social media. And, uh, you know, he said some some things on social media at first as well. He's been silent for the most part the last couple of months. But I think that has the potential to be a really, really special uh, treat for both fan bases uh, early in the season. And I think Porzingis, he's, he's primed to have a, a breakout performance there, and it could be a really, really special one. Another tidbit here, the Mavs, they play the Detroit Pistons in Mexico City on December 12th in that Detroit game, and Mexico City is considered a road game. So the Mavs, they you know they actually have their full uh, 41 home games, and they only play 40 away games. So that's a plus, another minor deal there, but you know any we'll take any plus we can get for a team that hasn't made the playoffs in three years so and obviously as we've discussed as Matt and I discussed on previous podcasts uh, the Mavs they're not going to be playing on Christmas I really believe if the Knicks had done better in free agency we would have seen that November 14th game that they're playing in Madison Square Garden I think that would have been on Christmas Day if the Knicks had you know I'm trying to be nice here but you know if they had a decent roster uh, but it wasn't meant to be. We get Knicks, Mavs at Madison Square Garden early. Even before that, on November 8th, we're going to have the Knicks at American Airlines Center. So Dennis Smith Jr., he's going to make his uh, return to Dallas. It'll be the first time that he played the Mavs since the trade. We had him on the podcast a few weeks ago, and uh, as he expressed, he's still really good friends with a lot of those guys, but he's also very very eager to play his former team so that'll be fun uh as far as you know the schedule itself i've gone through every single month i've looked at every game i've tried to be as objective as possible i know that's almost i mean that that's kind of impossible for me because you know I, i'm a math fan and i admit to that you know i'd I do all this uh, media coverage stuff, but I mean, at my core, I'm a fan, and obviously, I I tend to be a little bit more optimistic than most people do. But just looking at the team's roster, looking at adding a talent like Kristaps Porzingis, uh, if he comes back healthy and he is what we think he is supposed to be, uh, playing alongside Luca, and you've got Jalen Brunson coming back. He had a good rookie year. Justin Jackson, he supposedly, you know, added a bunch of muscle this summer, and I've actually confirmed that with a a guy that's really close to Justin Jackson here recently. So that that's not a fib on that. Uh, Delon Wright, he was joking about it on Instagram last week, saying he added 20 pounds of muscle, but I can I can tell you right now that's not the case with Justin Jackson. the The coaching staff wanted him to have the goal of 20 pounds. Uh, adding 20 pounds of muscle this summer, and he's currently around that 15, 16 pound range. So he could still get there before training camp. Super excited about that. But uh, you know, he this is his third season. A lot of players tend to have a uh, a breakout season in their third year, and I mean, he spent the majority of his career in Sacramento. So. Not not that I want to just completely dunk on them right now because they have a good young core and they seem to be going in the right direction. But uh, you know that's they're not really known 
uh, for developing their young talent the right way, historically, you know, in recent history. So, I have a lot of hope for Justin Jackson. I know the Mavs do too. You know, everybody's speculating that he's going to be the fifth starter. Uh, and I can definitely see that. So, really exciting stuff. Uh, obviously, Seth Curry's back in town. Uh, he's a 45% career three-point shooter. You got Boban Marjanovic. Uh, he's, I mean, he, he's probably not going to play a lot, but he's still super effective. His advanced stats are off the charts. He doesn't play for long periods of time, but when he's out there, he's super, super effective. Uh, Dwight Powell's back. I mean, there, there, there's just a lot of there's a lot of things to be excited for this season, and I think if health permits, it's going to be one of those really special, fun seasons. And I think they could potentially find themselves back in the playoffs. So, without further ado. Uh, I'll get right into it here. October, you know, when the season opens on October 23rd, there's four games that month. They start out playing the Wizards at home, which, I mean, it's hard. Uh, it kind of feels to me like they would, the Mavs would have to try to lose that game. You know, it'll be Porzingis' first game back in 20 months, and it's a home debut in front of his, uh, his Dallas fans that you know he and he just signed a five-year extension and emotions will be running high and I just it's hard for me to see them losing that game and then they travel to New Orleans a team that you know travels to Toronto for their first game of the season so they travel out of the country Uh, they'll be coming back home for their home debut a team that you know hasn't really been together that long and the Mavs they've played well against that old Lakers squad that's basically the Pelicans now, Uh, and then on October 27th, they play the Blazers at home, and then they travel and play Denver, so you've got Wizards, Pelicans, Blazers, Nuggets, I don't think the Mavs will do any worse than 2-2 in that stretch, but officially, I'm putting my prediction down for 3-1, I think they're going to get off to a good start, it'll be the first time in, you know, two, three, four years. Uh, that they've done so, uh, I just I, that's what I'm thinking. I think they get three out of the four to start in October. Then there's 14 games in November. So just looking at the schedule from there, they start out with the Lakers. Then they've got at Cleveland, the Magic, and the Knicks at home. Then at Memphis, at Boston, at New York, at home again. It's a four-game homestand against the Raptors, Spurs, Warriors, and Cavaliers. Then they go to Houston, then play the Clippers at home, and then they're at Phoenix. So that's your 14 games in November. I'm putting them down for 8-6 and six in November. So uh, two games over 500 for the second month in a row. I don't know. I, I, I think they'll start off really hot, and then they'll kind of start to taper off a little bit towards the end of November. But hopefully not. Uh, You know, maybe they can build some steam early, build their confidence, and just keep the thing rolling so they can kind of take it a little bit easier towards the end of the season if they're in playoff contention and, you know, it looks like they have a spot wrapped up. Now, as the Western Conference, I realize it's easier said than done. Uh, Again, health could play a huge factor in all of this optimism that I have. Uh, we really don't know. I mean, everything points to Kristaps Porzingis being completely healthy for the first time in forever. 
but I mean, you never know. He's he's had some uh, bad injury history in the past, and we just have to we have to see him out there. We have to see how his body reacts, you know, to this extra weight he put on. But I trust Casey Smith. I think they got him on a a plan that will help him succeed, and I think it'll help him long term. Even if there is a little bit of load management involved this year, I think everybody's on the same page there, and I think he's. I think they've had. I think that training staff has him set up uh, to do big things this year, and I think he's going to be. His body should be able to withstand more of the the toll from what an 82 game season brings than you know what he was used to before. Moving on to December, uh, the Mavs start off that month by playing the Lakers again on the road. Then they're back in New Orleans, so you'll be seeing a lot of stuff from me on Twitter every time they play in New Orleans. I'm, I'm all over that. And then they play the Wolves, the Pelicans, the Kings, the Pistons, the Heat, the Bucks, the Celtics, the 76ers, Raptors, Spurs, Warriors, and then they end the month or they end 2019 against the Lakers again. So um, the month of December, I have the Mavs breaking even. I have them going 7-7 seven and seven in that month. And, you know, there's a lot of tough teams on the schedules, but, I mean, I look at teams like the Pelicans and the Kings and the Pistons and uh, the even the Spurs. And I just think, like, okay, they should be able to beat these teams if they're healthy and they play the way they're capable of playing. You know, I just, not, we've talked a lot about Kristaps Porzingis, but, I mean, even Luka, Luka Doncic, his second year, I think that's going to be the biggest factor of all, and you know, in all of this, because he is looking completely in shape, ready to go, uh, he's probably in the best shape of his life, and he was already spectacular last year. So I think he's going to take a huge leap leap forward uh, playing with Porzingis and you know a guy like Seth Curry, who's a tremendous three-point shooter, and I think he'll mesh well with DeLon Wright, too, and he has some chemistry with Dwight Powell. I mean, it just it seems like he's ready to take that next step, and... In my mind, when I think about what that next step looks like for Luka, it's hard for me to see them, the team that is, losing multiple games, like going through long stretches of losses. You know, I, I think they'll I think they'll stay somewhat consistent. Even though the West is completely a gauntlet, uh, there's there's hardly any let ups. I, I just I think that they're gonna stay somewhat consistent with it and they'll break even in the month of December. And then in January, you have 15 games, and, you know, to start out the new year, they'll be in Oklahoma City. Oh, and by the way, guys, uh, the schedule I'm looking at, it has the December 31st game at Oklahoma City listed in the January section. So my my number of games per month is going to be one off. Uh, in December and January, but I've, they're all accounted for. You know, all the numbers are correct that I added up. So, and then they'll open the new year on January second at home against the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, the rest of January, they've got the Hornets, the Bulls, the Nuggets, uh, the Lakers, the Sixers. They've got the Warriors again, the Kings again, the Blazers twice. 
and the Clippers, the Jazz, the Thunder, and the Suns again. Uh, and then as we move into February, they only have 13 games. Uh, that's because of the All-Star break, and obviously that's where things could change roster-wise with the trade deadline. Uh, I could see the Mavs being buyers if you know they're above 500, which right now, the way I have these uh, predictions going, they would be above 500. But yeah, I'm not gonna continue to call out you know each opponent in each month because it's just kind of you know repetitive. Uh, but anyway, in February, I have the Mavs cranking it back up, going eight and five. In March, uh, I've got them going eight and seven. They have 15 games then, and then in April, I have the I have the Mavs finishing out the season four and three. I will list these teams because it's only seven and uh, it's the last month of the of the season. But they start out the month on a three-game road trip at Minnesota, at Memphis, and at Brooklyn, and then they come home for games against the Rockets and the Pistons. Then they go on the road one final time at Denver. And then on Wednesday, April 15th, they finish up against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, and like I said, I have them going 4-3 and three in April. Uh, in total, my monthly total, just uh, what I think they'll do by month, that totals out to be 45-37, and 37, which I think is, is reasonable. And I think the key to the Mavs getting to that kind of win total and potentially, you know, breaking through and making the playoffs for the first time in forever. They have to get off to a good start. And, you know, that's what I have them doing. I have them starting out uh, 11 and, and 7. Uh, I would like for that to be more. I'm not sure I'm not sure how good of a start they'll get off to. I, I would like it to be better than that. But, you know, if you look at the stretch that the Mavs have from opening night against the Wizards until that December 12th game in uh, Mexico City against the Pistons. It's not crazy to see a scenario, in my opinion, uh, where the Mavs are 16-8 and eight by that point. That's a best-case scenario. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I don't even, I don't have that happening in my, my game-by-game uh, -game breakdown, but I mean, I could see it happening. If, if they can beat the teams that they're supposed to beat and if they can play well at home and sprinkle in a few road wins here and there, uh, their opening stretch isn't that bad. Uh, and that's, that's really what you wanted for this team. And they do have a couple of key new guys in KP and DeLon Wright, Seth Curry, Boban. But for the most part, the core is the same. And like I mentioned before, Luca already has chemistry with Powell. He has chemistry with Brunson. Uh, you know, Dorian Finney-Smith is back. There's a chemistry that these younger guys built towards the end of last season that I think will carry over this year. And yes, they didn't they didn't win a lot of games last season, but they still created a lot of chemistry, and they played really well together at some points. And I think adding a franchise-level talent like Porzingis will make all the difference. And then you have to factor in the marginal improvement of other pieces on your roster, too. So 45-37, that's my prediction 
for the Mavs in 2019-2020. I think that would be good enough to get get you either the 7th or 8th seed uh, this season. And obviously when uh, when I get Matt back on here, we'll, we'll kind of revisit this. And I'll tell him my predictions and he can make his. And we'll just kind of debate whether or not I'm, I'm being a little too optimistic or not but i really don't think i am guys i I think this is a completely different animal than what we've been dealing with uh, the last three seasons i think it's finally time to get over the hump and the front office knows it the players know it the coaches know it the fan base can feel it at least the majority of the fan base can feel it so i mean i'm really excited about it i know a lot of people were disappointed in you know how free agency went and everything but we're past that it's time to look forward to the positives and you know envision what a healthy Luca and Chris Stapps can bring to this team so that's where I'm at guys I'm gonna take a quick ad break here I'll be back in just a second to wrap this thing up and tell you about our Mavs opening night ticket giveaway stick with me Alright guys, I'm back. I'm going to go over this ticket giveaway uh, just to give you a few more details. Uh, We were kind of vague with it on the last pod because it it wasn't set in stone at the time, but it is now. Uh, The Step Back is going to be giving away two tickets to the Mavs opening home game against the Wizards on October 23rd. To enter this contest, this giveaway, it's very simple. All you have to do is subscribe Uh, to the step back on apple podcasts and then leave us a review you know go to go to apple podcasts search for the step back click on our our artwork there and then if you'll scroll down to the bottom it gives you an opportunity to give us a review and if you would in the text box if you will just you know leave your review and then at the very bottom either put your your twitter your instagram name your at Uh, So we can identify you. And then about two weeks before the season opener, we're going to do a random drawing. We're going to put all you guys' names in a hat, uh, shake them up, and, you know, have a random random drawing to see who wins those tickets. So it's really that simple. All you have to do is, again, go to Apple Podcasts, search for the Step Back, uh, scroll to the bottom, give us a review, and just put your your twitter or instagram name down there at the bottom so we know who you are and i mean your chances of winning right now are pretty good uh there's only by my count there's only three people that have left a review so far uh so i mean if you guys want to jump on that i'd go jump on it right now because i mean hey the (laughs) the people that are signed up now have a 33 percent chance of of winning them so uh, but yeah, be sure to do that if you want a chance to win those free tickets. I know we say this a lot week to week, but we really do appreciate the support you guys give us on a on a week to week basis. Uh, we've we've grown so much since the start of the new year, and uh, we've continued to grow. You know, uh, we've given you guys a, a t-shirt option now. If you and by the way, we sold out of those almost immediately. It was crazy. But, I mean, we can still get our hands on, on those if you want one. Uh, just send us a message at StepBackMavs on Twitter. But, yeah, the support week to week has been great. And we really, really appreciate that. 
Uh, we've been very fortunate here in the last few weeks to have our podcast show up on 105.3 The Fan. As I mentioned last week, DallasBasketball.com is moving from 24-7 Sports to Sports Illustrated slash The Maven. That MAV site isn't up and running just yet. We still have a couple weeks left on that. That's where we're going to be heading, but it's been really, really nice to have our stuff on 105.3 The Fan. And But guys, there's really not much else to say. Uh, like I said, this is just a mini pod, just to give you a little bit of something to listen to this week. Uh, let me know on Twitter, at Dalton underscore Trig, what you think about my my month-by-month predictions for the Mavs this upcoming season. Let me know if you think a 45-37 and 37 record is doable for this Mavs team. Be sure to like, rate, and subscribe to the Step Back on your favorite platforms. If you ever have any questions for Matt and I, uh, just feel free to hit us up at Step Back Mavs again. And you never know. We might be talking about your, your topic here on the podcast and giving you a shout-out or something of that nature. So um, we appreciate it, guys. Be sure to go and participate in that ticket giveaway and you know a couple weeks before the season starts we may be calling your name out for some free maps tickets you can get your first glimpse official glimpse of Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis in Mavs uniforms we appreciate it guys y'all have a great weekend the man's the best on the floor I'm wild but yeah I'm the GOAT This gang get cold Yeah you might need a coke Cause your friends turn into your foe But I'ma just roll Gotta keep rolling your boat Yeah I swear I give them hope I say I'm cleaner than the soap This time of year proves Who a really single float for Yeah real. it's the Mavericks All about action Don't do no action No Samuel Jackson Dirk at the ball You know that it's magic Post move deadly Yeah get tragic Yeah it's the Mavericks All about action Don't do no action No Samuel Jackson Dirk at the ball You know that it's magic Post move deadly Yeah get tragic You know in this game It's a lot of grit You know what I'm saying Proves who has integrity Late nights, early mornings, but we all want the trophy at the end of the day. And that's the beauty of this game, because at the end of the day, only the real gonna float, man, for real. You either sink or you float, only the real gonna float. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.